0: Love your camping cook ups? Here's another one of Ruthie's bloke proof recipes, thanks to EcoPot. It cooks for you while you travel the
1: road and tracks without power.
0: Yes, that's right. We certainly do love the eco-pot and we certainly do love Ruthie when he cooks a meatloaf in a cast iron pot. Tell us all about it, Ruthie.
1: All right, mate. Well, look, first up, we'll do the meatloaf in the cast iron pot. It's not that hard. In fact, it's, uh, it's about as blue-collar cooking as you can get, I reckon. And it's the way to go. It really is. Um, because it's so tasty... And it's, it's really quite an amazing thing. Now, there's so many different ways to cook a meatloaf. I'm just going to give you a real simple recipe. If you want to add a little bit of grated carrot or some grated this, that or the other, whatever, just feel free. It really doesn't matter. It's all about getting the consistency roughly right. And that is essentially you've got to stick it together so that it's like a loaf. Now, the best way to make a, a very simple meatloaf in a campfire um, is to just get some ground beef. You know, you probably need about a kilo of it. Get the um, low-fat stuff. Too much fat tends to make the loaf fall to bits. So if it's if it's got that heart tick or whatever it's called, get that one. That's the mince to get. Now, if you've got about a say roughly a kilo of beef mince, you're probably going to need about a cup of breadcrumbs. Um, the breadcrumbs out of the packet are fine. If you've got some dried up bread, do it that way. It's it's not that hard. I have used in the past cornflake crumbs and all sorts of things, but essentially. Breadcrumbs, you know, that's the best thing you can use. Now, you're also going to need an egg, you're going to need to beat that egg up, and you probably want to add a few spices now. I reckon oyster sauce. A good tip of oyster sauce. Um, some salt, a little bit of extra salt, you know, in there. Black pepper, definitely some garlic. Uh, that's the kind of stuff that lifts up a meatloaf. Now, I do like a little bit of grated carrot in mine too, but I don't like telling the handbrake about that because she thinks it might be healthy and that's always a bit of a shock. Now, once you've got all that gear together, just mix it all up. If you need to, add a little bit of milk just to moisten it up a bit. The breadcrumbs can tend to dry things out a little bit. Um, Mix it all up, get it all together, and then pat it out into a sort of a cake size. What we're talking about here isn't so much the traditional meatloaf roll. You can go for that if you reckon you can handle it. But it's easier in a cast iron oven, obviously, to make something that will fit well and truly within the base of that campfire oven. If you've got a trivet, which is a little rack that goes on the bottom of the camp, oven use that the trick here is that you want to get it off the bottom of the oven, somehow. Now, in the past when I've been stuck, um, I've used three or four layers of alfoil, just aluminium alfoil, crumpled up the two middle ones and put the top together, just to lift it about an eighth of an inch off the bottom and then a little bit of greaseproof proof paper or at least some oil and flour, just so that it'll separate and you won't have bits of alfoil wrecking your teeth later on. You put that in there, Put uh, the meatloaf in. You're looking at the normal couple of hundred degrees, 180 degrees that you get out of a campfire oven. If you've got good red-hot coals, pull out a nice little patch of them to one side, stick the camp oven on top, put the meatloaf in, put the lid on, cover it in coals. Give it at least an hour, hour and a half, you know. It's going to, you want everything to cook beautifully through. And then at this stage, whip the lid off and here's the trick. Here's the trick to making people crawl over each other to get to your camp oven meatloaf. You need to glaze it. It's not that hard. And all it means is uh, you can do it just with barbecue sauce if you wanted to. There's plenty of sugar in barbecue sauce. Or you can mix up a little bit of barbecue sauce, roughly equal proportions. Barbecue sauce or oyster sauce, um, add some brown sugar, probably about a tablespoon, you know. So you got about a tablespoon of each. And then get some mustard. If you've got that French seeded mustard or some sort of mustard, horseradish is really nice, especially horseradish mustard if you can see it in a jar. That's beautiful. Mix that up. Just smear it over the top as if you're icing a cake and then put the lid on, put all the coals back on top of the lid. So a nice fresh round of red hot coals. Don't worry about cooking it from underneath now. And that'll glaze the top of the meatloaf. It'll look awesome. Now, if you've got kids with you, and you want to do something a bit different, or if you just like showing off your prowess at uh, fire cooking, here's a little trick I've done a couple of times. Make that meatloaf-mince mix up, just as we discussed, okay, Um, which is fairly easy. Don't worry about that. And then get some big onions. The big white onions work really well. You know, those big sort of – they've always got a brown skin on the outside, light brown skin, white onion inside. Get that. Cut the top and bottom off and cut it down in the middle and just peel off the outer layer, that's just the loose skin and then pop the inner layers out too, so just wind up with a sort of an onion cup, you get two onion cups out of each onion obviously and then fill those with the mixture we just talked about and wrap a piece of bacon right the way around the outside of the onion ring okay, now it's not too hard and you've made like a little cupcake of meatloaf essentially there, with onion around the outside, you can put the glaze on right now, if you want to add some glaze, or once again, as I said, you can just use oyster sauce or something like that, it doesn't really matter, you know. It's just to get a, some sort of a sauce on top of it. Wrap all that up in two or three lots of alfoil, twisting it at the top. You need to know where the top is, and then with these, you can literally put them around the outside of the fire. Don't stick them right in the middle because they're going to burn, but put them fairly close to the outside of the fire and they'll slowly start to cook through okay these can be really exciting I, i like to think of them as little bliss fire little bliss bombs little meatloaf bliss bombs okay now you can make up quite a few of those just don't use Too hot of coals, because onion will burn fairly swiftly. Although if you've wrapped it with bacon and you've got some alfoil on the outside, you're pretty good. It's going to take a while. And the best thing about any sort of fire cooking is that when you put it in, normally, that's about as hot as the fire's going to be. From there on in, it just gets cooler. And what that means is that if you've used raw mince mix, as we discussed, and you've got raw bacon wrapped around the outside of that onion, it's going to take, oh, gee, possibly an hour and a half, two hours on the outskirts of a decent fire with just a few ashes just going off, you know, just your red-hot fire ashes have turned down the heat a little bit, and they're going to cook beautifully. Turn them around occasionally, especially if you've got one side of it facing the fire and the other side away, because as anyone who's ever sat around a fire knows, you get a lot hotter facing the fire, don't you? And you need to experiment a little bit with these things, but i tell you what, the first time you get it right, you're going to absolutely love it. Everyone's going to think you're amazing when you pull out this little you know, wrapped up alfoil package, looks like a little bomb, pull it out of the fire, open it up, and there's this beautiful glazed bacon and onion meatloaf concoction that is just out of this world. (sighs) It's going to take maybe three or four beers to get there, duck, but by crikey, it's worth the waiting.
0: Only three or
1: four. A oh, well, sorry, I forgot you're camping, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: They start early here too, I can Start tell you. <laughs> early, I <I'll> bet, yeah. <laughs> but It's all right, I don't mind starting early because you finish early. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: mate, the whole trick is to get two days into one. Oh, start mate. early enough so that you're snoozing just before lunch, and then wake up after lunch hungry and do it all again. Yeah, two days that's... for the price of one.
0: That's a sensational recipe, and as usual, you'll find that recipe on our podcast links. Just go to our websites, 2gb.com, 3aw.com.au. 4bc.com.au, 6pr.com.au. And, of course, Spotify and the usual places there, iTunes, you'll find our podcast links. Plenty of people are doing it and downloading that podcast and having a listen. So if you want to have a listen to that recipe, which I think I might have to do because I reckon I'm a chance of knocking that up. I don't do a bad meatloaf myself. Well, there but you did, go. You did, you did, you did use the, um, the magic ingredients that I'd throw in, egg, brown sugar, sauce, and that... That grain mustard stuff. I throw a bit of that in as well. Sometimes I throw in a little bit of curry powder and things like that. Anything, you can honey. Do that. It yeah. all works. So that was a good one, though. So we certainly will uh, give that one a run because we have been giving the camp oven a bit of a workout, Ruthie, as you'd expect. And uh, we've been. Well, I hope um, so. Yeah, plenty of fires down here and have a night time and plenty of blokes sitting around enjoying those fires too, just quietly and the girls too having a good time. But that is a very good recipe again this week. Like I said, if you want to cook that for yourself, you want to have another another listen to that, jump onto the podcast links and you can get it there.